Sometimes I read the scriptures and you sort of like, if they're really inspired by the Holy Spirit, why aren't they more simple to understand? <laughs> why couldn't they have written in plain, well, this is a translation, plain uh, Hebrew or plain Greek, so that when it comes to English it would be easy? But then when I reflect upon it, there's, I think there's reason why there, there are so many possible meanings that we can draw from the scriptures. Because what God wants to do, and as we celebrate St. John, who's famous for the use of the image of Jesus as the word of God, what I think the spirit wants to do with the scriptures is allow us to bring who we are to the word of God. And so as I read the word of God, I read it through the prism of my own experience, what we have heard, what we have seen with our own eyes, what we have watched, what we have touched with our own hands. We bring ourselves to the word of God and then we find a place in our lives for that word. I'm not saying that we can interpret whatever way we want. The church does have guidelines on how we should interpret the scriptures. But we do have to, we do look at it through our own experiences. And the wonder of the word of God is that it can speak to each one of us. It can speak to all our different experiences. It can speak to all our different personalities. It can speak to all our different hopes and desires. And that's the wonder of God. That's the wonder of God. You know, St. John at the end of the reading today says, we're writing this to you to make our own joy complete. If we want fulfilment in our lives, if we really want to know who we are and why it is God has created us, then we have to have that time in our lives where we sit with, with God's word and wrestle with it. Wrestle with it. What about this? What about that? How about this? How about that? And allow the Spirit to lead and guide us into the meaning or the truth that is there for me, for you, for us as a community. And not only is that a challenge, but it is also a blessing. It's a blessing that God's Word is so fruitful, is so full is so capable of providing blessing for whoever it is that decides to enter into uh, relationship with it. I'm reminded also of those wonderful words that come in John's Gospel. We don't read them today, but where it says, if you abide in me and make, uh, make a home for the word in your life, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We have to learn how to abide in God's word. Allow God's word to envelop us. Allow God's word to cap capture us and to find our place of comfortability in that. And maybe at times it will be a place of uncomfortability if that's a word, um, 
maybe we won't always be comfortable with it because it might just poke at us and needle at us and remind us and challenge us and call us to places that we're not so comfortable with. But again, that's the beauty of God's word. God wants to draw us deeper into himself, deeper into his love, deeper into his life, deeper into the blessings that he has for us. But in order for all of this to happen, we have to set aside that time to abide in his word, to abide in in him, to allow his spirit to do that work within us. So as we reflect upon John, the disciple Jesus loved, I think he loved them all, but it's, he is given the name or the, the, the nickname, the beloved disciple. As we reflect upon his life and his relationship with Jesus today, let us pray that we too can enter into that state of being the beloved disciple of Jesus abiding in his love and mercy and allowing his word to speak to our lives in guidance, in blessing, in comfort, in whatever it is that needs to happen in our lives, that we will trust and believe that Jesus is there and that Jesus has everything in hand, that Jesus will or has promised And will be true to that promise to remain with us till the end of time. In honour of St John, who saw and believed when the tomb was empty, let us also in our lives see, believe and trust that God is always with us.